In today's episode, I will talk about what life looks like transitioning from a life of abuse. Peace and blessings, everyone. This is Elegant Granny, your creator and host of the Proactive Eye Podcast. Last time I was on, which was two weeks ago, I did a birthday Q&A session. Y'all came up with some great questions. Most of them had to do with how I dealt with healing after leaving a toxic relationship. I only answered 10, but there are more questions that will be answered in the next Q&A session near the end of the first quarter. As a matter of fact, let me get that date for you right now so you can plan what you would like me to answer. Let's see. March 12th. March 12th is the next time I will do a quarterly Q&A session. I like doing them at least three weeks before the next quarter begins to give myself time to finalize everything as we transition into the next quarter. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns you would like addressed on the show, you can either leave them in a message on the voice message feature or send your question by email at proactiveeye at gmail.com. If you missed the last episode with the Q&A, the link will be in the show notes and on the blog. Speaking of transitions, today's episode will be about transitioning from toxicity to wholesomeness. As difficult as it is leaving out of a toxic relationship, it is equally hard evolving into a healed individual, mainly because as someone works on healing, they have to confront all the darkness they went through and process out loud how it makes them feel and how they want to change it now they have the opportunity to do so. Now, for those who have listened to me for some time, you know the first thing I'm going to say to help someone transition. See a physician and a mental health specialist. This is something I cannot stress enough. The trauma victims and survivors of abuse experience was very great. It doesn't matter if they were traumatized physically, sexually, verbally, intellectually, financially, a combination of a few or all of those. It is important that they see a physician and a mental health specialist because, for one, it is important for them to know where they are as far as their health is concerned. Most were restricted from seeing one either by not having a way to get to a physician, not having finances to be seen, or was prevented from going altogether. Even if they do not have the finances or worried about it, help them get to the nearest health department where they can be seen with little to no payment, depending on their situation. Living within an abuser exposes a person to so much, which would need a whole episode on its own to talk about. A lot of times, a victim or survivor isn't aware of everything that has happened to them, so it is very important they see a physician. Same with a visit to a mental health specialist, which is the second thing. I cannot tell you how wounded a victim or survivor can be after dealing with their abuser. One of the reasons it is so hard for someone to leave their abuser is not because of fear. That may be part of the problem. 
another part is they love them. Who wants to think about having to leave someone they really love? The abuser hurting them does not matter as much as at the moment. It does not change the fact that they love that person regardless how they are being treated. That is why it is imperative they see a mental health specialist to help them process how they feel and help them to direct a lot of that love onto themselves because this is the moment they needed to hit to help them heal. Help them to understand that seeing a mental health specialist will not require them to no longer love that person. It is a means of directing all their energy on themselves so they can move on with their lives healed and whole. I remember my early stages of transitioning after running away from my ex-husband. It was not comfortable at all. I experienced every emotion there ever was. I was angry, mad, upset, hurt, disappointed, scared, happy, confused, moody, excited, anything that you could possibly feel, I had to deal with it. One thing I can say for those of you wanting to support someone transitioning out of an abusive relationship is to practice patience. That is something people forget victims and survivors need as they heal. Patience. Each case is different. No matter what form of abuse they dealt with, it hurt and it sucks that it came from someone who promised to love and cherish them but treated them like trash. Setting boundaries for what you are able to deal with as you support them is good and you should definitely do that. But remember to be a part of their support network. It takes patience. Now I'm thinking of creating a series out of this topic because while I was talking to you, I thought of three other things victims and survivors of abuse could use your help with. Hmm. Wheels are turning and I'm about to go get started on this series while they are moving. You are a great asset in this world. And it is especially important after a life of any form of abuse to see a physician and a mental health specialist to help you excel as you recover. Let our granny know in the voice message feature or by email at proactiveeye at gmail.com some things you do to help you recover. I would love to hear your story and get your perspective on why those things are valuable to you. It has been a pleasure sharing with you today. All links to connect with me and free resources are in the show notes. Feel free to download episodes and take advantage of the free resources provided. You can visit the Proactive Eye blog at bit.ly forward slash PE podcast blog. That's bit.ly forward slash PE podcast blog. You can also connect with Proactive Eye on Instagram and Twitter. The handle is at Proactive Eye and also on Facebook. The handle is at Proactive Eye Podcast. This has been your host, Elegant Granny. Thank you for your support and visit again. And remember, healing is a continuous process, not a one-shot deal. Much love, peace, light, and healing vibes, family. Thank you.